Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 141 I call upon you, O Lord. Come quickly to me. Give ear to my voice when I call to you. Let my prayer be counted as incense before you, and the lifting up of my hands as an evening sacrifice. Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not turn my heart to any evil, to busy myself with wicked deeds in company with those who work iniquity. Do not let me eat their delicacies. Let the righteous strike me. Let the faithful correct me. Never let the oil of the wicked anoint my head, for my prayer is continually against their wicked deeds. When they are given over to those who shall condemn them, then they shall learn that my words were pleasant, like a rock that one breaks apart and shatters on the land. So shall their bones be strewn at the mouth of Sheol. But my eyes are turned toward you, O God, my Lord. In you I seek refuge. I do not do not leave me defenseless. Keep me from the trap that they have laid for me, and from the snares of evildoers. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, when I alone escape. Ezekiel chapter 11, verses 14 through 25. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Mortal, your kinsfolk, not your kin, your, ex- your fellow exiles, the whole house of Israel, all of them, are those of whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, They have gone far from the Lord. To us this land is given for a possession. Therefore they say, Thus says the Lord God, Though I removed them far away among the nations, and though I scattered them among the countries, yet I have been a sanctuary to them for a little while while the countries where they have gone. Therefore they say, Thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from the peoples and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. When they come there, they will remove from it all its detestable things and all its abominations. I will give them one heart and put a new spirit within them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart heart of flesh, so that they may follow my statutes and keep my ordinances and obey them. Then they shall be my people, and I will be their God. But as for those whose heart goes after their detestable things and their abominations, I will bring their deeds upon their own heads, says the Lord God. Then the cherubim lifted up their wings, and the wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel was above them. And the glory of the Lord ascended from the middle of the city and stopped on the mountain east of the city. The Spirit lifted me up and brought me in a vision by the Spirit of God into Chaldea, to the exiles. Then the vision that I had seen left me, and I told the exiles all the things that the Lord had shown me. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 through chapter 5, verse 2. So then, putting away all falsehood, let us 
Let all of us speak the truth to our neighbors, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing. Rather, let them labor and work honestly with their own hands, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up, as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you were marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Good morning and welcome to the sixth day of Martin Tide. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. Uh, this is the second um, calendar week of Martin Tide, uh, during which I'm uh, paying homage to St. Martin of Tours, who is my patron saint, as well as the, the namesake of the Hospitallers of St. Martin. Um, the Hospitallers is a, uh, a, a monastic community in the Episcopal tradi- tradition, ecumenical, um, and even though it's housed in the Episcopal tradition, and uh, I'm going through the 40 days of Martin's Lent in lieu of Advent. If you remember, I started First Formation uh, just about a year ago. I started with the new year, the new liturgical year on Advent 1. And we've been um, broadcasting, I've been broadcasting with a handful of hosts, co-hosts very early on. Um, and so I'm almost at the end of the year and I figured I'd transition um, into a longer Advent. Um, and uh, the, the readings, I've continued to read from the daily lectionary uh, provided by the Vanderbilt Divinity School, the Revised Common Lectionary for the Daily Readings. Um, and from those, we have uh, Psalm 141 um, and Ezekiel. And then finally, um, I believe my computer will load Ephesians. And uh, there are two lines that stuck out to me this morning in light of the image that is provided to us for day six from aroundtheyear.org. And the image is of, uh, it's, called, it's titled, The Transfer of the Corpse of St. Martin. It was um, uh, illustrated by Gebhard Fugel in 1900, and it's in the uh, Stradfarkirk St. Martinus in Wangen, Germany. Um, and it's, I, I really like this style, it's kind of glowing, it's like pseudo-realistic and um, it wouldn't have been as, as ornate as this, and it was. It also ignores uh, a certain socio-political, socio-economic um, tension at play when Martin dies in this small fishing village in Cond, um, and he spent so much of his time in the countryside, away from his bishopric in the city of Tours, um, because he preferred to live among the pagans and 
and um, convert them slowly and methodically, not by um, proselytization, but by um, being among them and, and truly being their neighbor um, and not uh, giving into the, the temptation to corruption by uh, spending so much of his time in the city and receiving gifts and everything else. Um, but um, the people of Khand uh, described the transfer as a, as a theft. Uh, they came through the window of the chapel that he had died in and they stole his body away uh, overnight under the cover of darkness. Um, and uh, it's just this really um, complicated story. Um, he is known as the Bishop of Tours, even though he didn't want to be. Um, and the, uh, the reading for this morning, um, also uh, courtesy of AroundTheYear.org, comes from ta- uh, Ted Byfield, um, his book, Darkness Descends, AD 350-565, The Fall of the Western Roman Empire, was published in 2003. Uh, on page 210, he, he describes Martin's part in that story um, in this way, quote, Thousands of mourners of every age and class thereupon came to follow the barge along the towpath, and St. Martin was buried in his Episcopal city, in the cemetery of the poor, his own preference, it was claimed. Over his tomb, successive chapels and basilicas were built. His shrine at Tours became a part of the greater, great pilgrimage route from Compostela in Spain to Rome, and his cult spread far. Moreover, he is a saint of undivided Christendom, recognized in both West and East as equal to the apostles. But what chiefly recommends Saint Martin, Saint Martin of Tours is the incontestable fact that he stands as the ideal missionary bishop, single-hearted, fearless, and conspicuously holy, end quote. And uh, that line and his death in general bring to mind a couple of the verses from the reading from the lectionary this morning. The reading from uh, Ezekiel um, made me think of the death of the prophet Elijah, where he doesn't actually die. He's carried up into heaven on a chariot. And I had to like double check where I was reading. And this is what the verse uh, from Ezekiel describes. Then the cherubim lifted up their wings with the wheels beside them and the glory of God of Israel was above them. And the glory of the Lord ascended from the middle of the city and stopped on the mountain east. Um, And then finally in Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus, um, they he talks uh, about um, being imitators of God, living in love, Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And in each of these passages, we hear a little bit about death and how death is um, overcome through the glorification of of God. Um, That makes me think of on the cross, um, when God sacrificed for us, uh, and, you know, Paul describes it as this, you know, wonderful fragrance, which I can't believe it really was. Um, and then the, the, the imagery of the cherubim and the wheels, and that's what made me think of the chariot and the prophet Elijah. Um, and here in this image of Martin being transported uh, to heaven, as it were, um, not necessarily on a chariot, but uh, a fishing barge. And it's not a flame, but they are um, carrying... Um, torches um, in memory of 
the great saint and, and what he uh, represented, not just to the people of Tours, but as um, uh, Ted Byfield describes, the entire realm of Christendom. This is, of course, before the schism. And both East and Western churches uh, recognize Martin. Um, and uh, we read this on a Monday, which is the beginning of the week. And to read of death seems like it's more placed at the end of the week, you know, on a Sunday or something. Um, but uh, hopefully it reminds us, this reading in the passage, uh, as we pass through Martin Tide, uh, otherwise known as Martin's Lent, um, that death is... is integral to life, that's commonplace and, and mundane and ordinary, even as we close out the ordinary uh, season of the church year, um, these sunset um, scenes and, and vesper light of Martin being transported on the river, um, it's still normalized um, that we are given permission to look at our own vulnerability and mortality, not with fear, um, but with a certain, uh, a certain sense of, of peace and, and satisfaction. A prayer for the departed from the Book of Common Prayer. Eternal Lord God, you hold all souls in life. Give to your whole church in paradise and on earth your light and your peace, and grant that we, following the good examples of those who have served you here and are now at rest, may at the last enter with them into your unending joy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.